Hey guys, I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa, and today we're gonna give you our two cents. Okay, so let's just get into it. Yeah, so we actually sent out a form where people could send in advice and questions, and we're gonna just give our two cents on it. Yeah. So the, Unsolicited advice. You know, yeah. You can say that. <laughs> so the first question is, why do girls lead guys on? I'll start. So I would just say it all stems to an immaturity issue. Immaturity so, and insecurity. Yeah. Immaturity and insecurity. Um, so like if say the per the girl is just wanting the attention, again, immaturity issue. Yeah. Or if the girl is just too scared to... Uh, um, confront the guy and tell him what she truly feels about this relationship, but instead is just leading him on by not doing that. Right. I do think girls do it to seek like validation and worth from like male attention, which is like really toxic. Very toxic. Um, girl. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Also, like speaking to the girls, like don't lead guys on just to get attention. It's never going to end up well. Like if you really like a guy, you should just tell him. And most likely, like. Ultimately, you should like a guy who's wanting to pursue you. And so if he's not doing that, like, maybe you should find somebody else. Amen. Okay, so our next question is, what should I major in if I'm passionate about literally everything? Okay, so I'm kind of hard to speak to this because I, I mean, I did have passions, like, when I was looking for careers and, like, what I want to major in and stuff. But I ended up shadowing a bunch of different jobs that kind of fell within my passions and was pretty able to decipher like love this hate this could see myself doing this can't see myself doing this and that's how I ended up with my career um I'm also a big believer that like your college major is a means to an end in the sense that you are majoring something in college to have a career so figure out what you want to have a job in figure out what your life goals look like and then major in something that applies to that yeah and like going off of that I would say that if you truly like are very passionate about a lot of things then pick the one that's most practical because me going into college, I was passionate about a few different things and I honestly picked the one that made the most sense, was the most practical could get to get me to my end goal. And I mean, I don't know what else you can do from that. So. Yeah. And like your passion doesn't, what you're passionate about doesn't have to be your occupation. No. Like no, no. you can be passionate about your hobbies, where you volunteer how you spend your free time, you don't necessarily have to have your passion be your occupation because sometimes, like Emily said, that's just not practical. We're very practical people, so you can use your passions so in volunteer areas. positions. Yeah, so many areas. On the weekends, life. at church, playing the guitar on stage. Like, yeah. You know. But. Um, okay, so the next question is one, like, two that relate to each other. So is, is it okay for a guy to send for a girl? And is it cheesy to buy a girl flowers? So we'll address the first one first. Um, (laughs) And, like, you have to remember, too, like, Emily and I cannot speak to the entire female population. No. So, and we're kind of unique sometimes in our views. Um, I think when a guy is, like, going out of his way to simp for a girl and it's not being true to himself, I think that's cringy. Amen. And I think it can be kind of immature. I think when a guy is truly expressing, like, how he feels for a girl and trying to, like, I guess pursue or win her over – and it is defined as simping. Like, I don't think that's simping, though. Yeah. And I think that's fine. It's like, hard. That's no, yeah, respectable. Has, no, for sure. And, like, everyone has a different definition of simping. And, like, if it's it, – some simping can be really extra. Because, obviously, I want my guy to give me attention, but not over-the-top attention. Yeah. not like the something that's not genuine to who he is. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's where it gets cringy. Mm-hmm. And so then very, the second very. follow-up to that is, is it cheesy to buy a girl flowers? And no. absolutely not. Um, I think it's mostly, like, the thought that counts. Like, for me, like, I would love flowers. Yeah. And I'm sure that, like, some girls wouldn't like flowers and they would like something else. But it's just about, like, the little things, I guess, oh, and putting yeah. the thought into it. Like a dozen roses? That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our next question is, I... Okay, this kills me. I have this really, really bad problem. I know it's a problem, but I have a chronic need to please people all the time. Any suggestions on how to stop? So clearly you're an Enneagram too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, But I would say this is a problem because it depends on why you're caring so much about people's problems. You're never going to be able to please everybody. Mm It doesn't matter what you do, who you try to please. There will always be somebody upset with what you do or hating at what you do. So the best thing is to just like live your life and trying to like please the Lord and like getting your validation from that. Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like you will always fail if you're getting it from other people. Mm-hmm. And in that you'll please others. So like, yeah, going off of that, it really is. Honestly, we have to think about what is the drive to this pleasing others problem. If it's for yourself or for others or like what's the, what does it stem from? And then from mm-hmm. there is kind of how. No, it's true. Like how you need to get to if you need to stop it. it or not. Right, you just like get to the root of like why you're doing it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the next one's another twofer. Um. Twofer. Why do girls fight with each other so often? And then why are girls so mean? And this is okay. funny because like Emily and I don't fight. No, we well, don't. not like well we we're mean to fight. each other, but it's our personalities and our it's sense our of sense humor. of humor. Like when I mean to Emily, when I bully her, like <sighs> that's my way of showing love. <laughs> she hates me. And so, um, like, I do, obviously, we've both been around girls who fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just was never us, like, petty, like, drama like that. But, honestly, insecurity, immaturity. Yeah, the two eyes. Yeah. Girls can be brutal. Passive, Girls can be so mean. So mean. And, honestly, like, hit deep, if that makes sense. Like, they really like to play on other girls' immature, like, insecurities Mm -hmm. based off, like, jealousy. Oh, gosh are awful no they're yeah. really awful but I feel like I mean I don't know who, who asked this question but I can't really answer why other than like insecurity and maturity yeah you need to check stay your away. hearts stay away <laughs> stay away um okay okay so our next question is what is the most respectful way to ask a girl out and this one's pretty this one's pretty big for Alyssa and I like literally straight up opinion. walk up to her literally literally um so so, uh, I would say that um, just going to the – because confidence is such a big thing. And so just showing confidence to um, to a girl and that – and going up to her and telling her, like, hey, I have feelings for you. Like, do you want to go on my like, grab lunch? Yeah. And – like, the worst case that's going to happen is she's going to be like, I don't see you that way. Like, I just see you as a friend for Literally now. Literally worst but, case scenario. She and come says on, no. like, own up to it. Like, the girl will definitely remember what you did, yes. that you came to her. And if it's a girl that you like, she'll most likely be nice about it and say, you know, no in a really nice and respectful way. And you just need to 
take that and just walk in strides, continue that confidence, like walk away knowing that you put yourself out there and that's really respectable. And like Emily said, like she's not going to forget that. She's still going to remember at the end of the day, like whether she liked you or even though she said no, that you were brave enough to like walk up to her and just ask her out, which is honestly rare these days. It's so rare. And it's so appreciated. It's very appreciated. Okay, so this next one, I have, again, like, just a warning. We cannot talk for all girls. No. But what is your ideal man like? Um, okay, I'll, I'll go first. You go first. So my ideal man, that's, like, I mean, I feel like you have a lot of ideal man, but one of the biggest things for me is drive and motivation and ambition. A guy who knows what he wants to do is so passionate about something and like strives to reach his goals that is so that's so attractive no ambition is probably one of the most attractive qualities in a guy it really is um i mean and i think maybe we're just speaking to ourselves but like hard work ethic ambition Mm -hmm. so attractive yeah um i think also like we're talking about confidence yes a guy being confident and sure of himself being self-aware and like knowing who he is in god and not necessarily being, like, arrogant and defining himself off the world. Like, girls can see that. I would say most mature girls mature, can. Yeah. And that is definitely, like, ideal man is confident, yes. like, sure of himself. Yes. Goes a long way. Confidence. Yeah. And shy is different than confidence. I don't know. Yeah, no, that is. Like, that's just, that's just a matter of, like, personality differences. Like, you can be shy and still be confident. Yeah. And you can be outgoing and be confident. Like, it, it's, like, uh, Yeah. Two different things. Two different things. Okay, so our next question is, if your boyfriend was best friends with a girl, is that okay? So, um, I think, yes, it is. I think it comes to be a problem if they're hanging out one-on-one, like, without you there. So, Mm -hmm. meaning, like, your boyfriend is spending all this time with this best girlfriend, and you're not invited, and you're not around. That's when I think it gets really dangerous. Uh, no. For the two of them, because they're setting themselves up to stumble no, for sure. and to be tempted with something that is going to end up hurting, like, all three of them. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I truly believe that once you, like, a guy and a girl hanging out one-on-one, one of them is going to um, catch feelings. Like, no, it's just human nature. And, like, so it becomes, it becomes tricky. Like, definitely hanging out all together is, like, okay. Because, like, my parents have best guy friends, best girlfriends, but they all hang out together. You know, yeah. they don't, my mom would never ask I think that's a sign of a mature guy. relationship. No, it is. Yeah. It's like, you knowing for yourself, like, this is a boundary, and out of respect for your girlfriend or boyfriend, I'm not going to hang out with that person one-on-one. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, the next question is kind of a long one, but it says, what is the most crucial thing one could have in a healthy relationship, and then what is the most toxic thing one could have in a relationship? And I'll say, I think toxic one is a little, like, difficult because I think there's so many toxic traits people can have, which, like, you can work through some of those, obviously. But um, most crucial thing, honestly, I think we both agree on this, is communication. Communication and honesty is Uh, so, so important. So important. Like, it'll, yeah, if you're just able to communicate with each other. Be upfront about issues, what you want, what you don't want, like, about everything. You're not going to dig yourself as many holes as if you aren't upfront with each other. And even though I'm sure, like, there are a lot of people probably listening to this or whatever that are are non-conflict people, and that's terrifying to, like, talk about and bring up those subjects with a significant other, but that's that's a way to grow. Like, to better understand the other person, to, Mm -hmm. like, know yourself better. 
there's definitely a mature and respectful way to go about confrontation. Yes. And like we all we all need to learn that because confrontation is important. You use it in growing so many areas of your life. Yeah. Um okay, but toxic trait, oh that's hard. I I would honestly say selfishness, just kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum, like when you are manip- trying to manipulate a person or a relationship to um, just gain what you want. If you are constantly in a relationship, I mean, I know they say this for marriage, but like I think obviously both of us date to marry. So I think mm-hmm. the same is said for dating in this aspect that if you are, when you're in a relationship with someone always seeking to serve them and they're always seeking to serve you, you can't do any wrong. No. Because the person will always feel loved, which is important, and, like, feel cherished and feel heard because you're going to be honest and communicate with them. Yeah. So I feel like when people are selfish and maybe they don't do those things, that's when the relationship can be, quote, unquote, toxic. No, it can. For sure. That's how most toxic relationships I have seen. Like, someone is really, really selfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so our next question is, my best friend's dad cheated on his wife with another man. Oh Do gosh. you think he has mommy issues? Yes or no, and why? Uh, and I would say, I would say this. I don't know if it's a guy or girl, but probably have more daddy issues of anything because they just lost the father figure that was in their life, even if he was ever a father figure in their life. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, okay. Is he asking if the best friend has mommy issues or if the dad has mommy issues? I would say both have daddy issues. Yeah. Because I would say the dad didn't have, and obviously we can't speak, we don't know these people actually, but like, he didn't have a good male role model in his life to show him that that's not okay and like, that he should Mm -hmm. be loyal to his wife. No. Fathers are so important. A hundred, so important. They have such an impact on you. Such an impact. And then like, now the best friend, guy or girl, is lacking that father figure Mm -hmm. and like, like, strong male role model. And I really hope that his uncle or his grandfather or some uh, prominent male figure in his life steps up to that plate to become his father figure and to show him or her, I guess, what a relationship with a man looks like, what a relationship with a girl looks like. How to be a strong, like, godly man. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so important. Very important. And, like, Emily, you were just telling me the other day, like, all serial killers. Yeah, no, literally all serial killers had a broken family that did not have a father. And, like, that alone should just show you that the lasting effects. Yeah, all might be, like, but 99.8%. Most of them. (laughs) Most of them. Lack father figures. it's, It's crazy. That's so sad. The amount of... Phys- like psychological and physical things like the effects of not having a father in your life like it's long term it's long term it's bad yeah so I feel for your friend and for the wife because this is a really hard situation this man has clearly made like a really serious decision that's affecting a lot of people yeah very sad very sad um so next question should couples be allowed to be alone in a room and yes. <laughs> Yes, they should be. It's kind of dumb because I think to each couple, like, you have to decide your own boundaries and then, like, it's up to your discretion. That's part of a mature relationship, right? Being honest and setting those. Um, Like, when I first read this question, I thought they solely meant bedroom and I was like, well, like, you don't want to set yourself up for temptation, so you need to decide that. But it literally just says room. No, yeah. like So that could be, like, a car. It could be a car and... I mean, okay, we're not about to, we ain't no Duggars over no. here. We are not going to have a chaperone, no, a no. chaperone be with you 24-7. And if it's a no. mature relationship, you should know how that person is just when you're with them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an important, 
quality. Like yeah, there can be, there'll be fast red flags when yeah. you're alone with someone. Like they'll be. You red can flags. read them really well. Yeah, yeah. So my answer is yes. It's totally fine. I don't see who would think it's not with the right. Obviously, yeah. we don't know everyone's past or boundaries, but it's important to see how someone can also practice self control. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an important quality it to have in a um, husband or wife. Yeah. Okay, so our next question is, is it attractive when a guy plays good in a sport? Um, yes, it is so attractive. <laughs> Especially if they're, like, passionate about it. Yeah. Like, one sport and, like, again, back to, like, ambition and, like, drive. Work ethic. Work ethic. Like, if they're, like, I don't know, it just shows that they really put a lot of intention into becoming successful in a sport. And, like, that's, that's attractive. No, it is. And just, like, athletic athleticism I guess is attractive to both of us and like honestly if a guy is just like also terrible at a sport and like but like doesn't like owns up to it and like doesn't care that's also attractive it is yeah these guys I feel like a lot of guys think that it's a huge turnoff like an ick when they play bad and I don't know maybe I'm just talking about me personally but it's really not no unless they like get really like immature about it yeah um but like I don't like I want a guy who's passionate about the sport but like I don't want them like out in the or, like, yelling at the ref, going ballistic. No. That's not attractive. Okay, well, yelling at the ref, yeah. Unless it's an, unless it's actually a bad call, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, okay. Since guys act sus with each other, do girls do that, too? Um, no. Not these girls. Not these girls. <laughs> <laughs> Nor any girls that I've been friends with. Yeah. I feel like that's, I mean, I, don't, I can't speak to guys. I don't know why guys do that. But, but not every, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know, but, like, girls, like, I do hear, like, girls, like, that cuddle and stuff, but... Ew, no, thank you. Yeah, that sounds like my worst nightmare. My worst nightmare. Um, I just don't... That's not us. Like, Emily and no. I don't even hug. We've hugged maybe twice. I don't know. Twice? <laughs> yeah, that's optimistic, honestly. And it's awkward every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, I just think that... I mean, maybe we're just speaking to ourselves, but, no, girls are not like that. Mm-mm. That I know of or hang no. out with. And, well, I've had one girl be like that that I've hung out with, and I said, heck to the no. Yeah. Like, could I have stolen company? If you, like, I don't know. I, I think that a girl who's, like, too much like that, like, that can, that's a red flag. Uh, it's a red flag for me, yeah. Yeah, period. Friendship, whatever it looks like, red flag. No, thank you. Um, okay, so our next question is, what's the deal with girls wanting guys' hoodies and T-shirts? And, again, Alyssa and I are kind of – we can't speak for all the female population, but I think it's a high school, like middle school, like kind of cheesy thing. No, it is. I'm sorry. It is. I think like it's perfectly fine. Like if you just want to like do that and it's, you know, I guess somewhat romantic. We're not romantic Ew. or sappy people, no. neither of us. But like I kind of can see the perspective where somebody thinks it is, you know, it's comfortable, whatever. But then you have these like actual crazy girls who, like, spray their perfume <laughs> on, crazy. on the sweaters and t-shirts so that, like, when they wear it out, like, other girls smell it. And no. that is a red flag. Like, That's run. an insecurity run. issue. Run. That is such a red flag. I, yeah, stay away. They're seeking validation in their worth in, like, their boyfriend. By, like, no, they that. are. And that's, not, that's not good. That no. You don't want that. They're seeking also their identity. To their him. identity. Yeah. yeah. So that's really dangerous. No, thank you. Okay, so next, knowing y'all believe in Christ, would it be okay for a believer to date someone who is not? And no. no. I'm so sorry to the person out there who asked this, and I'm, maybe you want our answer to be yes, but it's absolutely no, because I'm very clear the Bible says that 
you have to be equally yoked with your partner, uh, mm-hmm. meaning that you're both in the same spiritual field and at the same level of spirit- spiritual maturity, because that's the only way to grow in your faith with someone else. Yeah. And I don't think you should ever enter a relationship trying to convert someone. No, to missionary dating. It's missionary dating. No. And like, hey, be friends and open and like share the gospel with them. And I mean, you never know what could happen in the future, but like, don't don't get in a romantic relationship and try to be like, oh, he, I'll I'll be able to make him or her like believe in God, believe in God. Like being it a very rarely won't work out because mm-hmm. you at the end of the day you are influencing each other. Yeah, and sure you might be influencing them for the good, but they could also be influencing you for the bad. Yeah, no, someone is going to be influenced in yeah. that situation. And I'm I know lots of couples who when they started dating, one was Christian, one was not, yeah. and it worked out great. But I would say they're in the minority. No, yeah, you don't hear that often no okay we have one more question which is how to shoot your shot how to shoot your shot oh gosh okay so we kind of have talked about this a little bit yeah we did earlier with like how to ask a girl out yeah so I mean I just just be up front just be direct and up front like be honest with how you feel like again worst case scenario she just denies you denies you but like again if you liked her hopefully she was nice in the first place and she's gonna do it respectfully and if she listen if she does it mean or disrespectful like that's bad on her like you shouldn't have gone involved with that person in the neck like yeah yeah because i would say i mean obviously hopefully like she'll know who you are like don't ask some random girl that doesn't know you like i I don't know like that would make me uncomfy (laughs) if i didn't but also like I feel like I know a lot of girls. I think that Alyssa and I both can say this, that if some person just, like, asked a girl out on one date. But not even ask out. Like, this is shoot your shots. I mean, like, ask for, like, her phone number number or her, I guess, Snapchat or whatever. No, don't do that. Yeah. But, (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah, so... I mean, no girl's probably going to deny it. She might deny you later on after she gets to know you a little better. But, yeah. like, up front with shooting shot, like, she, yeah. I don't know. Just be be confident about it. Confidence is key. Okay, guys. Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. <laughs>